it's all good. Just try because you're never going to get better if you don't try. So at least just try and do this thing that you're trying to learn and, and be okay with like fucking up. It's going to happen. There's no other way to learn. Hey, what's up? How is it going? I hope everybody is doing well. Happy Monday morning. If you're listening to this in the morning, happy Monday evening. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, uh, as you know, the podcast drops at 5 a.m. on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, And then on the YouTube, it drops at uh, 5 p.m. on Mondays and Thursdays. And um, if you're brand new to this show, uh, welcome to the show. It's the Risen Fallen podcast. We all fall together. We rise And, um, you know, what you can expect to hear is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and, uh, you know, moving your life in the right direction. Even if you feel like, you know, you're not really where you want to be yet in life, then, then at least moving closer and closer towards that, moving in the right direction and feeling like you are, uh, you know, making yourself better, uh, every single day, making yourself stronger and along the journey, lifting others up as well. Uh, if you're not new to this show, if you're a returning listener, a returning viewer, um, if you're a returning supporter, then thank you for uh, coming back and supporting this journey, supporting this movement, and uh, really just coming back to support the show. Um, you know, whether you're brand new to this podcast or not, you are the reason that I do what I do. Yes, you listening right now. I'm pointing at you. If you're listening to this podcast version, I'm pointing right now at you. So hopefully you can hear that, that I'm pointing. Um, I don't know how you'd hear that I'm pointing, but I hope that you do. But um, anyways, happy Monday morning. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing pretty well. I am enjoying this. Um, um, I'm enjoying this beautiful weather that we're getting here in Vancouver. I really like the heat. You know, you guys know um, I just made that episode last week about, you know, how the weather changes and how everyone's always, you know, there's always going to be people that complain about the weather. So if you didn't listen to that episode yet, uh, make sure you go back and check that one out. But yeah, today, um, it's uh, it's actually Saturday for me today when I'm recording this and uh, it's going to come out in a couple days. And I just wanted to kind of make this little reminder um, or the, I guess it's kind of like a thought process or I don't really know what it is, but I was just thinking about it today while I was running, while I was doing my workout. Um, you know, this morning I, um, I went for a little, I went for a little, uh, visit at my girlfriend's parents' place, had to check out a couple of things that, uh, they might need some work on at their house, uh, a couple of drywall repairs, a couple side projects that I can go and work on on the weekends, uh, in my free time. And, uh, after that, I came home and did some editing on the podcast, and then I was sitting in my uh, office here, and I was just working on the podcast, and I was thinking, you know, I really need to be a bit more active today. I, You guys know that I, I like to do a workout every single day, do something that, that kind of exerts some energy. So uh, I went on a nice little uh, eight and a half kilometer run, came home, did a bunch of push-ups, some rows, a little bit of a weightlifting, like resistance training workout, a little circuit, and then uh, showered up, had a little snacky poo, and now I'm here sitting down, and I thought I'd record this because, yeah, as I was running, I was thinking about um, the past week that I had um, working in renovations and construction, and um, there was a, there's a, a kid, or I should, well, yeah, he's a kid. 
he's like a guy. He's a dude. He's um like just finishing up high school and he's doing his apprenticeship in carpentry. So he's working alongside me. Um, and, uh, you know, I took him kind of, uh, on, uh, throughout the week, I just kind of took him through what I do on a weekly basis. Uh, and, and obviously that changes every single week. It's not really like a regular, uh, carpentry job where you show up to the same place all the time. You know, you're just doing some framing or doing some concrete forms or, or anything like that. Like, uh, and when you're working in renovations and you're doing custom work for multiple different customers throughout the week, you know, every day is so different. And uh, I kind of took them through the different tasks that we do from doing a little bit of finish work in a bathroom laundry room renovation that we're doing, uh, in South Vancouver. Uh, I took them to a big project that I have. That's a huge reno that we're doing like, uh, an addition onto the front of a house and adding a story on top. Uh, so we were working with, a little bit of insulation and making sure everything's sealed up properly and um, making sure, yeah, just little tasks of, you know, doing some backing so the drywallers can finish their job and a lot of little miscellaneous jobs. Um, and then, um, you know, we ended up doing a little bit of a, we built a carport and a shed for another guy. Um, so tons of little things. And I think that, um, you know, I think he was kind of very surprised at how versatile these skills can can really transfer and be. Like, I think, um, yeah, yeah, that's the best way to say it. I think he was kind of shocked or surprised at how versatile these skills can be and how transferable these skills can be to completing a lot of different tasks and getting a lot of different projects done and how useful you can be and, and to provide value for people. And I was thinking about when I was finishing up high school and, and all the different jobs that I worked. Um, and I kind of wanted to share a little bit about uh, a lesson that I've learned from a couple different jobs that I've worked at. And I also just kind of wanted to remind you guys or like uh, kind of remind you to reflect on, you know, what you've learned throughout your years. I think that a lot of us, you know, when we think about ourselves, we think about who we are today, where we kind of reflect back on um, some of the traumas that we've been through or some of the, the pain that we've been through, um, maybe some of the wins that we've had in the last year. But um, if you're anything like me, sometimes you forget to reflect on um, your journey through life and, and some of the different things that you've learned and, and experienced. And so that's kind of what was going on through my head today as I was, you know, doing my run and doing a little bit of journaling after my workout was just thinking about, you know, all the different things that I've experienced um, throughout the years and uh, particularly when working in jobs. And so I wanted to kind of chat about those things and we're about to get into that. But before we do, I'm going to take a little sip of my water here. So uh, as I take a sip of my water uh, if you guys have been listening to a lot of my episodes recently, uh, you know that it is time to take a sip of whatever you got in front of you, whether that's a, uh, a water, a coffee, a protein shake, uh, some amino acids, um, or a tea, I don't know, anything like that. If you got nothing in front of you, take a second to just breathe and get in the mindset of reflection and development, and I'm going to take a sip of my water now.
I doubled up. I took two sips. I doubled up. So my um you know, I when I was growing up through uh high school and in my elementary school years, I had a couple different jobs. I started out by like refing hockey and refing softball or umpiring softball. I picked up odd jobs pushing a lawnmower around my neighborhood and um you know, trying to make some money that way. But my first official job where I went in for like an interview and I got hired and I had a schedule and I had to punch in and punch out was working at Value Village. It's a little thrift store. Um, probably heard of it. If you haven't, then you can look it up. But it's a thrift store. And um, I really just worked there. I only got a job there because a bunch of my friends worked there from from school and rugby. And um I just wanted to, I, I knew I wanted to make some more money. I knew I wanted to have some disposable income so I could buy some cool things. And uh, I thought that that would be the best route to go about it. And in that job, I kind of realized that uh, when you're working with friends, when you're working with people that you that you enjoy, uh, when you can build a community around you with your coworkers and, and have some fun, then, um, you know, especially when you're working an hourly job, life can be so much more enjoyable. Your job can be so much more enjoyable. You kind of look forward to going there because you know like, oh yeah, I wonder what the boys are going to be up to today. Uh, especially working at a thrift store, we always got up to, kind of got up to no good. Um, you know, definitely playing with a lot of the things that we ended up getting at that store, like skateboards or rollerblades. Uh, I remember there was definitely times where, um, you know, we would put rollerblades on that had been donated there and then do our when we cleaned up at the end of the day we're like sweeping and mopping up with uh rollerblades on to make it go fast we convinced people that it would make us go faster <laughs> uh we did a lot of different things obviously like uh thrift stores are super busy around halloween time so we'd put the costumes on and go and dance outside to try and drive business um we did a lot of cool funny things back then but it's just my biggest takeaway from that was knowing that like fuck. <coughs> when you work with people that you enjoy and when you can build friendships and relationships with uh, the people that you work with, it just makes life so much more enjoyable. Uh, after that, I ended up working at a little pizza parlor, a little uh, Boston pizza, a little restaurante and uh, serving up food. And I, um, I really just went through pretty much every position available at that job. I, um, I, I knew I wanted to make a, a, a new career path for myself. I, um, I basically uh, got referred there from a friend, again, that worked there. He's my best friend, and he, he worked there, and I was like, fuck, I want to work with him. And so I, I went in, and I basically said, hey, I'll do whatever job you guys want. And uh, they were like, hey, we need delivery drivers for the pizza. And I was like, I'm in. I got a license. I got a car. Uh, I had a little pickup truck back then. And I was like, yeah, I'll tote these pizzas around and I'll fucking deliver them up. I'll serve them up to people. And so uh, I accepted whatever job they had. And uh, I worked as a delivery driver. And then um, I kind of worked through and I was like, you know, I uh, hung out with a lot of the kitchen staff. I was like, these guys are my kind of guys. Uh, they seem really dope. They seem really fun. So I wanted to work in the kitchen. And I, I went to my manager one day and I said, okay, I want to work in the kitchen. They said, okay, well, all kitchen staff have to start, 
you know, I had to work uh, as a dishwasher, do a couple shifts of that. Then I did like portion preps and I just basically like pre-portioned a bunch of meals. I worked through, ended up working as like a little line cook there. And then, um, and then I saw how much money and how much fun the servers were making. You know, they're making a lot of tips. They're having fun. They're getting to talk to so many different people that like all the customers and build the world community, meeting all the regulars. I was like jealous. I was like, fuck, I want to do that. So I asked my manager, can I work as a server? And she said, well, all the servers had to start off working as hosts, uh, like the greeters, like the people that would seat people and the pe like the people that, that would um, clean tables and, and uh set tables and, and do all that so she's like if you want to be a server you have to do that and then get uh, some qualifications because we do serve liquor so you have to like do a, a course on uh, serving liquor safely and so I um yeah I went through I I um worked as a host and then got pr like promoted I guess to a server I uh, did all my courses and I just you know I remember um I basically worked every single job in that restaurant. You know, I went from like delivery driver to dishwasher to cook to host to server. And I, you know, I would climb through and I just kind of worked at every position in that restaurant. And it really just taught me that, you know, um, if you want to change your schedule, if you want to change your position, if you want to change um, your the job that you do, really like a lot of the times all you have to do is ask. A lot of people feel bound to what they do currently and they feel like they have no room for growth and they feel like um, maybe they've said, hey, can I do that to the manager? And the manager says no. And then they kind of just feel stuck or they feel limited. And, um, you know, I think that persistence in asking uh, for the things that you're looking for uh, in your job or in your life can really get you to uh, experience a lot of different things. And, and as well, I think that sometimes we ask, can I do this or should I do this or um, am I able to do this? And that's kind of a yes or no question where someone says just no. They, they just look at you and they say, no, you can't. And I think that instead of asking, you know, other people or ourselves, can I do this? What we really should be asking is, how can I do this? How can I go about doing this? Hey, I want to change my position. How can I do this? Hey, I want to change my schedule to this. How can I do this? Hey, I want to make more money. How can I go about doing that? Because what is working right now uh, or what is happening right now is not working for me. It's not satisfying me. It's not making me motivated. So how can I make this change? Uh, whether you ask that of yourself or whether you ask that of your employer or whether you ask that of you know, anybody that you deal with, I think the question of how can I change this instead of can you change this for me? it kind of changes the situation altogether of just like it opens up the doors of opportunity so much more when you just ask yourself or ask somebody else, how can I go about changing this? Uh, especially when you ask yourself. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, my next jobs, uh, I worked as a laborer for my dad's company before I ended up taking any, uh, training in carpentry or, or learning how to build anything. I just worked as a laborer and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about my work in construction in a bit, but um, I'll skip ahead to one of my next jobs was uh, working at working at the gym and working in sales. And I remember same kind of thing when I went in for my interview, I went in in a three piece suit and they were like, um, it was like that stepbrother scene where they're like, you do know you're like applying for an entry level job 
at a fucking gym, right? And uh, I was just like, hey, look, I'm here to impress. I'm here to do my very best. And uh, I will take whatever job you guys will give me because I want to work in a motherfucking gym. Uh, Fitness is the only thing that brings me happiness. And so whatever it takes. And so they gave me a sales position, slang and memberships. I ended up getting uh, promoted after about a year and a half to assistant manager. And then I worked a little bit longer there. They ended up making me a general manager. And then I managed an entire sales team and managed the gym. And uh, tons of fun there. And that job, specifically being a manager, exposed a lot of weaknesses for me. And this is kind of where, um, you know, it kind of leads into where I'm at currently because that job exposed so many weaknesses uh, within myself to me that I didn't understand until uh, looking back at these things because that's kind of how hindsight works. But um, it exposed a lot of, um, you know, inability to deal with customer complaints. I always, you know, had that like self-justification, had that self-righteousness thinking like, who are you to complain? Like, if you don't like the gym, fucking leave. Um, and that was kind of my attitude towards a lot of complaints, unless I felt like the complaint was one that I would have, I didn't think it was legitimate. And so I never really thought about, you know, seeing things from other people's perspectives, um, when I was in that position, uh, because I just kind of, you know, if I thought that if someone was complaining to me and I couldn't see myself making that exact same complaint, if I didn't see myself in their shoes, then I thought that their complaint or their issues or their problems were null and void. I didn't think that those were real problems. And so I would just kind of shrug it off and think, okay, well fucking deal with it yourself. I don't care. And uh, a lot of the times I dealt with, uh, the staff members the exact same way. Um, you know, I had my own little department. I had my like my sales team that I ran, and then there was other managers that managed other areas of the gym. Um, and so the people that I didn't manage, I really didn't uh, care what they did a lot of the time. I was just like, yeah, whatever, do whatever you want to do. Have fun. I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, you have your own manager, and he'll take care of you, and, and she'll take care of you, and you do you. Um, but my team, I, I really wanted them to be able to do all the things that I was able to do. And, uh, I really didn't care about, um, a lot of the things that I should have cared about with them. And I feel like that was one of the biggest steps for me to become a better leader and to become a better person, uh, is understanding that so many different people have so many different strengths and weaknesses. Again, this is something that I talked about last Monday, uh, when I was chatting about ADHD and the plethora of different personality traits that people have. But it, it um, really exposed a weakness in myself in terms of leadership and, and just kind of being a better person and a more um, likable person probably. is like I found my success through my own strengths and I wanted to replicate that in other people. And so when they weren't able to do some of the things that I did then I, you know, I'd get frustrated and I would just tell them to do it my way, uh, even though they maybe had a better way of doing it or a different way of doing it, or, you know, they wanted to achieve different things. And so um, not being able to align, you know, all the different uh, parts of a team towards one central goal was a, a big frustration of mine. And I think that that was kind of, I'm kind of being a little bit hard on myself, um, 
but that's just kind of how I view it because, uh, you know, there was success that we had in that team and there was a, a lot of different people that were super talented and, you know, we ended up getting a lot of different um, awards through the uh, organization. But, um, you know, if I, if I were to just isolate the things that I could have improved on, that's what I'm kind of thinking about. Um, you know, there's just a lot of different... Um, leadership styles out there and there's a lot of different uh tactics that you can use to uh uplift your team and, and i didn't really understand a lot of them and so just really focusing in on the individual goals of the individual parts of your team and trying to align those with the bigger picture is something that i really struggled with back then because i wanted everyone to achieve uh the one thing that i was focused on which um at the time was just to be honest, making money. And so um, it was a big stepping stone for me because I, I realized uh, a lot of my weaknesses. And so that kind of leads me back into, um, you know, after I worked at that job, I worked at, uh, I worked at another restaurant. Um, I tried doing like uh, some online businesses and I ended up spending a lot of my money and I needed a, another income. And so I ended up working at another restaurant, same kind of gig that I had before. I was like, I know I can do this. I, I'm a social guy. I can make a, a fuck ton of money in tips uh, during the during the evenings, and then during the day, I'll be ha I'll, I'll have the freedom to start my own podcast, start my own YouTube channel, and that was really how when I started uh, making all the content that I make now. You know, I was like, oh, I can fund it just by working in the evenings in this restaurant. And uh, during the day, I can work on making this content that I want to make and, and really just kind of starting to connect with the community that I want to build. And so I work at this restaurant and all's going well, you know, um, making good money. I'm meeting new friends and I'm, I'm partying. I'm having fun. And, and I'm, that, it was really just a pivotal moment for my life uh, because the uh, the whole lockdown thing started happening and, and that job really taught me you know as good as things can get you know i really appreciate the fun times that you're having because you know a lot especially in a lot of different industries and, and this one in particular things can just be taken from you uh in 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 a day in in the in the flash of a fucking day and uh you know we were having fun we were serving and, and making money working in the bar making mad money and tips and uh you know within like a week we were like hey we might get shut down and then the next day it was like yo we're getting shut down tomorrow's the last day of operations um we're gonna have a meeting and basically talk to you guys about what's going on and uh best of luck and then you know we don't know how long this is gonna be and i remember being super frustrated and um you know, it is what it is. We all kind of lost our jobs temporarily and it really opened my eyes to the idea of like, hey, I need to really find a way for myself to generate money and, and to have a, a way that I don't have to rely on another business or another person. Um, I need to kind of carve my own path. And that was kind of what I realized at the time and which led me back to construction because I, um, you know, I watched so many different people be able to either start their own companies or grow so much in another company that they had the ability to kind of start building their own clientele. And I was like, this is a skill that I want to learn. And so I ended up coming back to construction, working in renovations and, and learning a little bit more about carpentry and 
developing those skills and I've, you know, picked up a few side jobs here and there and contracted out different people. Um, and just kind of learning the ins and outs of that whole industry has really taught me about uh, how autonomous you can be if you start to actually develop your own skill set and uh, work on yourself to make yourself more valuable or work on yourself to make yourself better um, and really just kind of getting better not just at the skill or the trade that you work in but with your communication with other people because especially with when you're working on a huge job and, and you're working with all these different sub-trades um, you know, having to organize when they're coming and what they're doing and how to make their jobs easier and how to make their jobs uh, more efficient and, and the order of operations of everything, of when things get done, it really does kind of uh, help you not only just deal with projects better, but deal with people better as well. And so to go full, full circle, um, you know, when I had this, uh, this apprentice come and work with us, um, it really just helped me when I was reflecting back on some of the past jobs that I've had. And, um, you know, it, it really gave me a lot more, in my opinion, it gave me a lot more patience to kind of meet him where he was at and say like, hey, you know, I know you're new to this. Um, have you done this before? Have you done that before? And just kind of work with him where he's at and teach him a couple new things and let him do things and make mistakes and, and be like, all right, fuck, dude, it's all good. Uh, I got a little bit of extra material because I thought this would happen because uh, I even remember saying like, uh, you might want to do this. And he goes, how'd you know I was going to do that? And I said, well, every mistake that you've made, I've made a hundred times before. So every mistake that you're going to make, I've probably made it already. And um, it's all good. Just try because you're never going to get better if you don't try. So at least just try and do this thing that you're trying to learn and, and be okay with, like, fucking up. It's going to happen. There's no other way to learn. You know, obviously, working in construction as well, it's taught me the value of hard physical labor. It's taught me the value of working hard and, um, you know, how much uh, you can really learn about yourself through hard work. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of times in society, we look down upon people that work physical jobs or blue collar jobs. And I, I've been like that before. I remember the first time I went and worked in construction, I even said to myself, I don't want to be like this forever. I don't want to do this forever. And uh, learning that, you know, the more um, specific skills that you pick up, the, the different jobs that you can get, the different things, because when you first start off, you don't really know any skills. You don't really know any um, niche uh, skills. You don't really know how to... So, like, a lot of the times, you're just fucking carrying things around for other people or handing them tools, or you're just, like, a laborer. Like, you're digging fucking holes or, or doing shit like that, and you think, this, this fucking sucks. But... Um, you know, a lot of the times you that's how everything starts. You do the shitty work first. And that's kind of a lot of the times as well how people test out what you're going to be like, what your attitude is going to be like. And I think that, again, in the construction industry as well, you develop the weirdest, funniest friendships with random people that, you know, you never would talk to on the street. Um, you know, the old guy that smokes darts half the day and, and, and uh, the young apprentices that are around your age as well. Like you kind of get to speak to a lot of different people that you normally wouldn't speak to. 
Um, and you get to learn a lot of cool different things about, you know, different things in life while you're just sitting there chatting and, and trying to, you know, work the way the work away the day. And, um, you know, you, a lot of these jobs, especially at entry level positions, they're higher paying than a lot of other jobs that you'd get when you'd, uh, first start off in the job market. Um, I remember like, it was like work for minimum wage, um, put, like working at the fucking thrift store or make, you know, 20 bucks an hour, or however much an hour, you know, and working hard. And, and, um, a lot of the times as well. You know, people complain about in the trades, they work a physical job and they think, oh, I'm fucking sore. I got to, you know, do less things. I got to fucking relax. I got to sit down. I got to, oh, my back is so sore. My hips are so sore. And it's like, yeah, you probably are a little bit sore from doing hard work, but fucking people that work desk jobs have sore backs as well. So, um, and that's something I've talked about before as well is I kind of learned to uh, pick the pain that you're going to feel. But uh, I just feel like working in construction and working in the trades has really taught me a lot of skills that, you know, kind of make me feel like I'm a more valuable person to my community. A, a lot of the times, like, fuck, half my friends and family members are always calling me like, hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you help me with that? Can you fix this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you do this for me? And uh, when you're able to provide for the people around you and do things for them, you know, it just gives you an inherent feeling of, you know, a sense of worth in this world. And uh, so I just feel like there's so much to be said about working in the trades and working like what what would be called a, a quote unquote blue collar job. But um, yeah, that's all I wanted to share with you guys. I hope you're doing well. Happy Monday. Uh, enjoy your work day today. It is Monday. We're kicking off the week. I will catch you guys all on Thursday. Uh, we still have the Risen Fallen in-person meetups, the hikes, the mental health walks, the Zoom calls, the group chat on Telegram. If you're interested in getting involved with any of that, uh, reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Risen Fallen. Uh, if you want to support the community as well, you can grab a hoodie, grab a tee. Uh, that's at risenfallen.com. All the proceeds go towards the in-person meetups. Maybe we go for coffee. Maybe we go for food. Maybe uh, whatever we do, uh, if you want to support the community and rep the brand, uh, you can do that at risenfallen.com. Other than that, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, make sure you rate it five stars. Leave a little review. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. I am about to go to bed. It is Saturday night. Um, been talking to my phone now for about a half an hour or so. Um, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm going to go relax and uh, get some rest. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Much love. Peace out.